two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me, my co-host every single week, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, brother? Great week, bro. A lot of stuff to talk about. Outriders <laughs> on top of its game. Avengers in the toilet. Over to you, bro. <laughs> on today's show, we are going to be talking mm. about... Uh, the Avengers, we're going to be talking about Dungeons & Dragons, uh, Dark Alliance, we're going to talk about EA's new patent, we're going to be talking about E3, I mean, I don't know how you can screw up more things, but E3, they, they, they're, they're ahead of the curve there, uh, Xbox rumors, we're going to be talking about Outriders talk in general, we're going to be talking about console shortages to maybe 2022, we're going to be talking about xCloud coming to iOS real, uh, pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about Major League Baseball, the show coming to Game Pass Day 1 next week. We're going to be talking about Star Wars 1313. It's going to be a good one. And ESO, DLC, uh, and whatever else we come up with with ranting along the way. Uh, GXG is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Well, 48 weeks usually out of the year. Uh, so if you like this type of stuff, make sure you hit that like button, uh, hit the comment section down below. Oh yeah. I forgot. We're going to be talking about YouTube as well, getting rid of the dislike buttons. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, so where would you like to start? Sarge, you want to start off uh, slow? You want to go in, you want to go right into it? You want to start? What, what, what well, would you like uh, to do? No, actually, uh, hang on a second. I'm, I'm, I think, I think this is where we should, we, this, this is where we should start. That's how we should start it. Okay. What are we doing? This is this is. I got some good news for you. Good news. All right. This morning, at nine ten a.m. Okay. I activated myself. Nice. Okay. What are we? We, we activated MLB. ourselves. MLB. MLB. All right. Well, let's start with MLB. All right. Let's start with MLB. All right. Well, I don't have this tweet. I couldn't find it. I tried to, which is pretty funny. It's like things that aged badly. Uh, in, in 2017, a guy, just a fan, an Xbox fan and a major league baseball fan asked, Hey, major league baseball, MLB show. When, when will MLB 20 or MLB be coming to Xbox and MLB, the studio replied to the man and said, never, it will never come because we're a Sony owned company is what they said. Okay, no, Let, I get that. Let's, I get that. Let's fast forward now. We're, we're fast forwarding to 2021, and MLB the Show is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. I mean, that's that's a that's a tweet that didn't age very well. Uh, in another thrilling opening day in the books, Major League Baseball fans around the world are trend to all the nail biters, dingers, and bat flips, and they could handle when the team look, uh, took to the field and kick off in 2021 season. Now, we're delighted to announce that MLB The uh, the Show 21 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one and will be available on April 20th uh, for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, as well as the Android phones and tablets via Xbox Cloud Game Beta. 
Okay, and Ultimate members, both MLB The Show 21, Xbox, and Xbox Series XS Standard Editions will be included with the Xbox Game Pass, so members will be able to play the best version of the game, regardless of which console they're on. Now, with the cross-platform play and, pro and progress, you can play against another online and earn to use content across the platform and generations to choose. Now, as we said from the beginning, this is an incredible moment for all of us at the, uh, at the bringing the franchise to more players and baseball fans and something that the MLB, MLB players, etc., and Xbox are all excited about. And we can't wait for the Xbox fans to experience the fastest, deepest, most intense moment-to-moment -moment baseball action. It's really good. It's really a good baseball game. Fastest uh, and deepest. That's right. For, that's, all, that's for she... all you female baseball players out there. That's right. That's what she said. With uh, pinpoint pitching, brand, new field mechanics, and gameplay styles, Xbox gamers are in for a treat when MLB The Show launches on April 20th. Now, here's the here's the, here's the funny part. Sony didn't want this to happen, okay? But Major League Baseball was like, hold up a second. Wait, somebody somebody there was like, wait, we're 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 in people's houses. Are they playing <laughs> baseball? Yeah. Are they are they watching their games while they play? How does that work? Are they are they playing? Are they playing the game that's that's being played? Is it like are they playing? If it's an Oakland A's game, are they I, Oakland I, A's I, I against whoever you, else? I can like, tell you this is how exactly how it somebody, happened. Somebody woke up out of a coma. That's what this well, is. Well, this is what happened probably. Right? Somebody woke up out of a coma. They were in. They were in. It was all because of the the pandemic. This is my theory, Sarge. This is my theory. I'm coming up with it spot on the spot right now. This is my theory. That's not a theory. It's called making shit up. Yeah, Go it's, ahead. It's making, this is my theory of it. It's my, my, okay. So during the pandemic, guys were trapped inside. Baseball season wasn't happening. They were stuck inside. Now the one of the owners, one of the owners of Major League Baseball, right, was like at home with his kids. He hates his kids probably too, right, because that's why he's always working. He's always traveling. He's at home. His kids were playing a game, and he's going, hey, he's on the Xbox, right? He's like, hey, how come you're not playing MLB the show? He's like, well that's on playstation dad and we don't, we don't have playstation she's what do you, he's like what do you mean it's not on xbox he's like yeah that's that's an exclusive game for playstation and the owner was like wait a minute you're telling me there's no other baseball games out there and this is the only baseball game besides super mega baseball right and they're like he's like yeah this is the only baseball game you can play and i don't have it because i have an xbox he's like well this is just stupid calls up the front office and says hey do you know that there are Millions and millions of people that don't own a, a PlayStation. Like, there's two-thirds of everyone else that owns a, a PC or an Android phone or uh, an Xbox, and they can't play MLB. And they're like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a video game system at home. It's only on PlayStation, and we, we're losing out money because... There's nobody watching games right now, and we need to make money off of this, so let's get it to more people. And they're like, hey, uh, Xbox, can we get on your platform? And they're like, sure, but uh, you're a Sony exclusive. He's like, no, we got pull, right? And MLB was like, fuck it, we're coming to everything, right? So now it's everywhere, everywhere. All, all, all of a sudden. Yeah, all these years, all, all, all of, of a sudden, sudden. Somebody woke up out of a coma. It's the one good thing the pandemic has brought us is the MLB The Show on all consoles, on all platforms. Well, it's not on, on Switch, but uh, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, right? MLB's like, wait a minute. How do we get microtransactions in this now, right? Because now I don't know. I don't play MLB The Show. I haven't played it. I own it. Uh, it's out of the packaging. I played three games of, of it, but I haven't, I haven't touched it since. But can anybody in chat or in the YouTube world out there, okay, 
Uh, thank you very much. Um, if anyone out there can tell me, is there any kind of microtransactions in MLB in any way, shape, or form? Is there like a Madden Ultimate Team or FIFA Ultimate Team? I don't think there is. So now I'm wondering how are they going to make more money on Game Pass Sarge with MLB 21, right? Again, I don't know if they make microtransactions. I, I can't speak for diamond. Okay, wait. I, I like Mo saying Mo saying diamond thingy is like Madden Ultimate Team. Okay, so there is something on there that you can pay, uh, pay real currency. Diamond Dynasty, or is that just a, a game mode inside of MLB The Show? Again, I used to love playing sports games, but then they made it exclusive, and I couldn't play it. Right, so. They do. Okay. Okay. So that's the Game Pass move then, Sarge, right? The Diamond Dynasty. And again, we're talking very loosely on this because we don't know because obviously Sarge doesn't play it. I haven't played it. Um, but chat's telling us they do. They do have a thing called Diamond Dynasty. So what do you think? Mm -hmm. what the, what's the play here, Sarge? <clears throat> well, I, I, I would think that the... I guess the guy who spoke wasn't about trying to reach more people. It was about reaching more people to get more microtransactions because that would make more sense, right? Right. That the whole point of getting a, the keeping a baseball game on Sony alone is to make sports lovers have to buy a PlayStation Why? in order to play the game. Right. Completely cool. But now that all these microtransactions are on top of it, you want the widest possible base you could possibly have in order to make as much money as you can. Well, that and sports so, in general is so a very it, low at the moment. It's like at a low all-time low everywhere. Well, yeah, but you want to you want you want the base to be as wide as possible yeah. so you can collect money. Yeah. But that what the problem is, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the what MLB's deal is with the video game companies. Do they get a percentage of microtransactions? Cuz if they did, they'd be very interested in getting in as many hands as possible. Right. Right. Or is it part of the publisher for some reason, how the publisher gets to claim all the microtransaction money and not the developer? Well, it's interesting because if MLB signed an exclusive deal with Sony, I want to know that that contract had to end, right? I'm assuming the contract ended. I think they had a 10-year deal uh, or they cut and, it short. And everyone just fell asleep? It, could, it can't be coincidental that all of a sudden the 10-year deal ran out and now is the time. I mean, it just all came together. I mean, the pandemic, I'm telling you, the pandemic with nobody going to the sports stadiums, MLB wasn't making a lot of money. Not that, that this is going to make or break them, right? Not that they're coming out with MLB the but show. What's the, and licensing? Gonna... what's the game company paying licensing to MLB? We don't know. We, we, we don't know the actual effect of the deal. That's that's the question. Right. Like we need there, there, there are small nuances of these deals that we need to know in order to make our theory and or stories in on the on the program viable. And it just seems too coincidental. Right. Right. So now. This is why I, I, I pay attention now. I, I know it's hard to figure this out, but as I've gotten older, I kind of pay attention. So, like, it's not like I'm in a coma in 2017 and then I'm fully aware in 2019 and then I don't remember what happened two years ago. Like, I, everything compounds. Like, I remember what you said. I remember what you did. And so anytime one of these developers comes out and says, we will never be on... We will never right, do this. Right. Anytime anyone mentions an infinitive at all, always, never, or a definitive date when something will come out, I no longer listen to you. All I hear is white noise. Shh. Like a like a radio that's staticed out. Like I hear nothing. 
Like, because at that point, I already know I'm calling full-blown liar. Liar. Because we know you want the money. We know you're going to fuck it up. We know it won't be on time. So doesn't matter what you say about it. I think it's hilarious because it's only been what? Is that two years? Was that two years ago or three? Uh, 2017 from the Twitter from the Twitter yeah. account. Four years. So MLB Baseball, the show, best baseball game ever created for Sony PlayStation only. Never going to any other systems because we're a Sony exclusive. Well, somebody, I guess, put the crowbar on that door. Right. Huh? Right. And pop that lock right off the hinges because now we got a baseball game. Now, if only someone would break the deals with EA. Hmm. Well, that's that's another thing, right? So mm. there there are rumors. There are rumors. Let's let's switch now. Um let's switch from that to EA uh Battlefield 6, right? Battlefield 6 rumors right now are that it could be coming could be coming to Game Pass on day one. Now, I know people are looking at this going, well, that's not strange because EA Play is already on Game Pass, so why not, right? But you got to remember, uh, like, Star Wars Squadrons, when it first came out, wasn't, like, even on EA Play, it wasn't there day one because they want people to buy the game, and then you have to pay the exclusive, the the uh, the, the premium one to get uh, EA Squadrons. Now, Squadrons is on Game Pass. Uh, you couldn't get it. Like, you can't play the new Madden off right off the bat, but now, after the fact, now you can, right? So they don't put... They don't put the brand new games on the free on the on the uh, subscription service type of thing, right? That's not true, <clears throat> is it, bro? What do you mean? What's what's the rumor say about what game is coming to Game Pass? Well, that's what I'm year? saying. That's what I'm saying. EA EA's Battlefield Six is what I'm saying. Right. Right. So there there's rumors that it's coming on day one, and and which is not unusual because it's on EA Play. But this is this is to be a turning point because I'm telling you, this is like Christmas. Right, because if if this game comes out and I don't have to pay for it, even better, right? Because it was a clusterfuck last year, okay, or two years ago when it came out with Battlefield Five. I enjoyed it, but they they completely ruined what Battlefield is. They've they've Battlefield One was a shot in the foot. Battlefield Five was a shot in the head. Still still decent though. Battlefield yeah, no, no. One was still decent. Yes, yes, yes. No, I liked it. That's why I said shot in the foot. I give them listen. I give them leniency towards Battlefield because we all knew. When Battlefield 1 was announced and they said it was going to be World War 1, my expectations automatically went down because I know the weapons of World War 1. Right. They, they made up weapons. I know what's they, put, going. they put prototypes right. in there. Yeah. Right. They had to put a bunch of stuff in there. Most of the war was fought with fucking single bolt action rifles, okay, and pistols and mostly artillery. All right. Tanks didn't come out until the, like the last year and a half of the damn war. So it's like when they decided to do that, I already knew there was going to be an issue. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I guess they want to try something. But we knew both knew if you're doing World War One and instead of World War Two, we know that you were just stalling for time because you knew World War Two was coming. Right. And they shit all over it. Right. World War Two Battlefield is a no brainer. It's a no brainer. But they got greedy. They got greedy and wanted to do something with the game that they <clears throat> should not have been doing. And that's what happened. And they gave up in the middle, bro. Yeah. In the middle of the in the oh, middle of it being released, like yeah. a six months later, they just gave up on it. Like, no, fuck it. Yeah. And, and they, they, they and they blame out. the and they blame the fans, even though the person who made the game was like, Well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Right. I didn't like it. Don't like it, it I didn't then don't buy it. buy it. All right, thank you. I won't buy it then. 
so here's some other rumors about Battlefield 6, right? We, we, these are all speculations. All There's sources out there, but Battlefield 6 is upcoming entry of an extremely popular uh, first-person uh, shooter for DICE and EA. The series is best known for its large-scale multiplayer matches, in, uh, infusion of vehicular and on-foot combat, and pioneering DICE Frostbite engine allows indestructible... Uh, totally destructible on, on a whole new scale. Now, Battlefield 6 has been confirmed this coming year and has been potential at turning point for the series after the series' last entry in 2018 saw a steep drop in sales after its predecessor. Well, no shit. You told us not to buy it. All right. Uh, I was told. Right. BF's, BF6 leakers posted leaks ac uh, and accurate. DICE is taking some big steps to ensure Battlefield 6 is the next big entry in the series. The user claims that he has also gotten information by getting someone close to the game to answer some questions for them with the modder and the subreddit claiming to have confirmed their content uh, content without being able to share the proof of the obvious reasons now perhaps the least surprising of all claims made was the post of confirmation that battlefield 6 will have a battle royale when it ships now the post also claims that some of the game modes will be also able to handle 128 player matches as well as some uh fan favorite maps as locker wake island and metro making a return now Here's the thing, just Wake Island, Metro, and Locker, I mean, we're going towards the modern aspect again, right? And here's the thing, if it doesn't come out as a full-fledged working game that's not bad connections, okay? If they have to stop making the game for the old systems, fantastic, but not going to what they're going to tell you is 128 in the new systems 128 in the pc uh and 64 or whatever on the old systems and it's not cross-platform or cross-play right that's that's what they're going to tell you right that's well, that's what that, that's what i figured that's what that's what they that's what they might tell you that's what they might tell you see I, i'm gonna let you finish your thought process because i want to set the stage for this game because <clears throat> i want to talk about this before e3 so we have our words in before we get influenced. I, I I think one, if this game bombs like Battlefield Five, it doesn't matter how you could put three hundred people in a match. If the game is not fun, okay. If the game's not fun, if it's not stable, and they do something stupid, okay, you're not going to be able to find one hundred and twenty eight people to get in a match, and those matches are going to feel really dumb, right? Because one hundred and twenty eight people in a match, you got to make the map pretty big, okay. And if there's not enough people playing, of course, when it comes out, people will be all, 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 all on it. But they're probably going to release a demo. They're probably going to release other other things that people will be like, oh, this is so good. Try to build up the hype for it. But there's going to be something off about it, okay? Because people are still standoffish because of the last two, uh, you know, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. So now they're giving a Battle Royale. Battle Royale might come in. Now, the last Battle Royale that they put into the game, Mine. right? Well, here's another rumor. They're talking about making a Battle Royale, but it's free-to-play. So, sort of like the Call of Duty model, where release it free-to-play to get people interested in it, and then make the other game modes and stuff like that, right? So, it, it's it's very interesting that if if they do that. Now, if it is modern, where, now it says the inclusion of the new Battle Royale is not very surprising at all. The genre is still extremely popular, and Battlefield Five has its own Battle Royale, Firestorm, which was a which was terrible. Uh, the return selection fan favorite maps is also pretty standard for multiplayer uh, first-person shooter games, and the increase in player count in matches is a logical step in the series to take advantage of the new generation of home consoles. Now, the most surprising claim of the post of Battlefield 6 is the collection of all previous games in the series, as well as the in 
entirely new title allowing players to set up servers playing previous games exclusively or even a mix or assets mechanics from different games into their matches which is interesting okay battlefield 6 acting similar i'm sorry is that is that a is that a uh a perk is that a, something that's coming to the game uh, these are all rumors so it says it's similar to the halo master chief collection and grouping up all previous battlefield titles in one package is an ex- is an exciting concept oh but also that's how they're gonna sell it does seem that's fairly far-fetched it. right you think it, you think that's gonna be real that's how they sell it they know it's a big turd right they know it's a big turd so they say okay advanced graphics everything's up to date you get to have the entire Battlefield series. Everything just remastered and redone. And and it's on Game Pass. Right. It's a no-brainer, bro. Right. That's how we get it into the hands of everybody. That's a matter of fact, that's the only way to get it into the hands of the everybody now. <laughs> yeah, but we talk about Game Pass like it's the only play people where they're playing it, right? They are buying it on the PlayStation. They are buying it on PC. No, I understand this. The, the, we have to reiterate that conversation every so many shows. We all understand what PlayStation is. Well, I'm sorry, what what Microsoft is doing. Okay. They keep getting more and more studios to put more and more level B and level C games on Game Pass to make it more enticing to want to get on there. Then they sprinkle in what they believe a level A game would be or a double A game would be enough to make it interesting that you would not that you would say no you, you, i don't know maybe uh, maybe just a month like i'll try that game out but don't forget the idea here is they have to get enough people in the pool right to offset to offset the fact that they're going to lose the money for the initial week sales of a game <laughs> right and i don't think i don't think they're willing to do that yet i think what ends up happening is they feel just like Outriders felt, they feel that the numbers waiting to buy Battlefield aren't large enough. So they have to market it to get it into your face, to get it into your hand, and to get it into your hard drive, right? So those who have already got into Game Pass see that Battlefield, whatever it's called, is going to be on Game Pass remastered editions day one. So... They're, they already have got Game Pass, and they say to your friends, oh, bro, why buy it? Why don't we just get it for right. a couple months? Why don't we get Game Pass for a couple months? We'll play Battlefield, and then we'll just cancel it. We don't care, right? Yeah. Here's the problem, though, I see. If it is based on what this speculation is, if it is like what Krebsy's saying, like a, a, a universe, basically, of all these other game modes and all these other games, that's, that's a problem in general because, one... On a dev's point of on a dev's point, they didn't do anything new, right? The battle royale is probably what they they focused on, majority, because that'll be the free to play. That's where people get the cosmetics or whatever else, the microtransactions, the season pass, the battle pass, whatever it is. That will be the free to play. That'll be what they're focusing on, and everything else, if it's true, they just remastered everything else to put in the game, but. So they so they took the extra year off to remaster all the old games instead of making the game you're going to make fucking good. Well, here's here's what I'm saying. If if let's say me and you like Battlefield Four, we'll make Battlefield Four maps. Are we going to have enough people in that server? But this is what to, I'm talking about, it, man. It's, it's, it's I don't know. I don't know about. if this is going to be real or not. But I'm just taking the what I'm what I'm hearing here and and trying to break it down. I don't know. I think they just go Modern Warfare. 
Okay, I don't know about the whole backwards remastered stuff because if you like Bad Company or if you like Battlefield Four, if you like Battlefield Three, you're you're splitting that player base big right. time. You are you're, you are cutting up everybody into no way. They they have to get everybody into the server. Everybody's got to be on the same server. They got to get everyone to play. Yeah. Right. Nobody wants to be on a 128 man server and it's only half full all the time. Why bother having a 128 man server? I, I think they ruined it for themselves. On, on Battlefield Five, the only thing I liked about it is the DLCs they kept dropping for it, right? I think if they just kept doing what they're doing, they could have kept adding to it to make the universe bigger in Battlefield. But they look at it and go, well, it's splitting the player base, right? Because people don't want to play the old maps. They only want to play the new maps and whatnot. Where I think what... And don't don't mark don't don't take my idea here, EA. But what I think you could do is take a playbook, a page out of Destiny, Bungie, and retire and put some maps and stuff in a vault for a bit and bring out new maps so that way the player base doesn't separate to go with old maps slash new maps. Like you bring out ten maps when the game launches. Six months later, you bring in like 10 new maps and those 10 maps go away for a season or so and it constantly keeps it fresh or, and it constantly or, keeps it moving. Or, it, it, listen, it's not hard to, to run up a poll or to have people engage in maps. For, this, for the three months, I'll just, we'll, say, we'll do three months. Let's say the three months that they play, they see what maps are the most played. Right. Right? Then, before the end of those three months... They ask them what kind of maps are you looking for, and then they introduce some new maps and pull out the old ones and, right. and keep a rotation going. Right. Right. It's listen. the The older Battlefield games was about the fun factor of what was going on on the map, not just the gunplay. Right. If you were in a certain map, you and your team or your buddies would be like, "Okay, it's this map," which means it's going to be. Uh, a firefight at these two locations, right? These are the ones we're going to hold. This is the ones we're going to set traps at. This is the place we're going to set a bunch of mines at because the tanks are coming in. Like, it was a strategical type of thing. You knew the map. People who you who you listen to online now, when they play these Battlefield or Call of Duty maps, they always say the map sucks because it's the same three lanes all the time or it's the same two points that are fighting for all the time, which we agree with right? because they think that you need to have that because if there's not constant action, then people get bored, which is why we discussed in the past that an evolution of a battlefield game should be squad-based missions that the squad receives during the match that they now have to go to a, now have to go do. Right. And if they accomplish that mission, it gives your team a specific bonus, a heavier tank extra airplanes and airstrike if you complete the mission you're rewarded if you don't complete the mission then you're not but at the same time it goes both ways if your squad is given a mission against the enemy then the enemy gets one that says has to defend that point right so what it actually is is a rush map a rush map inside of a conquest map which would be fine because then you wouldn't have zerg play where everyone just piles up and just runs around to each fucking letter. Right. It's fucking stupid. Right. Right. It's supposed to be a tactical based shooter. It's supposed to be fun. I get it. But the fun comes from putting explosives on a motorcycle and driving a motorcycle into a tank. Right. That's fun. 
Oh, they can't do that. They can't. They took that out, Mike. We can't have you putting. We don't want you to have fun. Get off my it. lawn! Right. We don't want you trying to have fun in our game. We want you to be playing inside this box right here, and I want you to be giving me a dollar fifty every four matches because I'm going to give you a pretty fucking helmet. Right. <laughs> like, right. Where, where is the battlefield game? Where is the battlefield game? You've had an extra year, right? You had an extra year. Although, be it, it was a COVID year, so apparently that right. year doesn't count. That yeah. year doesn't count. No, right? So we're gonna see. It, we're gonna it, see what happens. Delay everything another year, basically. Right. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> well. Right. So, so last year and this year counts as one good year. One year. Yeah. It's one year. One good year. It's like a, it's like yeah. a dog year. You know, one dog year is like seven years. It's a pandemic year. Two years equals one year. Um, we're moving on over to. We're staying with EA. We're staying with it now. EA wants to patent an adaptive difficulty system that designed that is designed to keep you playing longer. Okay. Now, a recent patent application filed by EA revealing the company has developed a series of adaptive systems to attempt to adjust game difficulty to your skill level. The adaptive system is designed primarily to keep users playing the game for as long as possible. Now, the patent application was filed back in October 2020, which we did bring up on the show, and was made yep. public back in March of the systems automatically adjusting the difficulty setting and the game based on a player's skill level and desired duration of the game's uh, se uh, session. Now, the systems mentioned the application separate players into use clusters based on their skill level and adjusting the difficulty to particular seed in order to keep those players engaged. Now, quote, Software developers typically desire the software to engage users for long as possible, unquote. A portion of application reads, quote, often games are too difficult or too easy and will result in less enjoyment for a user. Consequently, the user is likely to play the game less. Dun, dun, dun. Adaptive difficulty settings are nothing new in video games, although they're relatively rare. Notable examples such as systems included in Left 4 Dead or God Hand. However, there are many games where the adaptive difficulty is hidden from the player, such as Resident Evil 4. In other video game patent news, Warner Brothers recently patented a Nemesis system, right? So they're making these little systems. They want you to play longer. Well, let's, let's put it into two different things here, Sarge, right? Let's take this story and combine it with the last one. If, and speculatively, if EA's Battlefield 6 comes onto Game Pass. Okay. Well, the patent itself says it makes you play the game longer. Well, there was an why, article. There was an why, article why that came out. Longer, bro? There was an article that came out that says that there are different there are different goals and different uh deals that go on with Game Pass. Okay, some get the money up front, some get it on the back end, some get it a thing percentage. But there is one of the things that says the longer someone plays your game for, the more money they make, right? So if this, reason. if this comes out and Battlefield 6 comes to Game Pass, I'm assuming this and this equal this, and then that's why it's coming to Game Pass, right? Yeah. 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 But, but then let's discuss what that means for gaming. Is the game made? to be fun or is the game made to be grindy because we have to get you ah, to play it as long as possible so i get my money it's both it's supposed to right? be fun and grindy right this is this is this is the problem man they have they have removed the intention of the product by themselves and the consumer base has allowed it to happen and now we're in this fucking cul-de-sac of bullshit right you make a good game you make a good ip 
people see it, they play it, they tell their friends, they want it, they want more of it. So you give them DLC and then you make a sequel. Then you have a crowd community. You have an entire group of people waiting for your next game. That's the way it's done. Now, they don't care who they get. They just splash market whoever they can, get as many people to play the game for as long as they can. They don't care whether or not you quit because they got the money one way or the other, and we move on to the next product. Rinse and repeat. Like, there's no punishment here, bro. And I'll say it every fucking week. There's no punishment for them releasing a shit game. Right. Zero punishment. Right. So what am, I ex- what am I they're expecting? Yeah. What am I expecting to come out? What do you think is supposed to come out? If they don't give a shit what they release because money's up front and money's in the back end, and all I got to do is get you the get these mongoloids to play as long as possible, and I get paid, then what is my what is my what's my incentive? Yeah. What's your motivation? To make a quality game. Yeah. What's your motivation? What's your quality? Yeah. There is none. It's just show up, make a game, get it out there. Uh, just get it past the point where it sells and get pre-orders, right? Uh, I wouldn't say Outriders feels like an OG release. Close to it. It's still a broke game when it's out. Even the love that you have for Outriders right now, your, your judgment's being clouded, okay? Because right now, Outriders is a broke game. The connection issues, there's inventories missing, there, there's stuff wrong with that I game when it releases. I can't play. Now, I know people are going to talk, well, it's not as bad as insert name here, okay? But it's still in a bad form. That doesn't form. defend it. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't defend. defend it. Yeah. All right. So the next, next story I want to talk about is uh, Xbox Global Publishing Rumor Claims a Big Partnership is Being Worked On. Okay, now the Xbox Global Publishing could not have been a big partnership in the works, according to a new rumor. The claim comes from Windows Central report Jez Corden. Uh, as you can see uh, in the tweet below, it's interesting to note that Emote... Uh, okay, so what does he say? In here, he says, don't count out uh, Xbox Global Publishing either. Some really interesting partnerships in the works. Now, let's start with some... Uh, consider this a reference to Sega. Now, we did talk about Sega being picked up by Microsoft earlier this year uh, as a noted uh, inverse. Uh, presented the rumors of acquisition of Sonic Studios for quite some time now, which has even dispelled some of the Xbox ahead last year's Tokyo Game Show. Corden tweeted above uses a symbol that uses bears in resemblance to the Dreamcast logo as well. Now, on to Ubisoft. You might recall at the very end of last year into the early 2021 rumors were circulating that Ubisoft games could be coming to Xbox Game Pass in the near future. Corden actually jumped into this conversation in early January, adding the rumor were likely true based on what he had heard. Now, it's April, though, and rumors haven't materialized into Ubisoft games joining Xbox subscription service yet. Furthermore, those rumors uh, would also concern Game Pass, not the global publishing uh, arm of Xbox. So it still doesn't count that Ubisoft working on Xbox Game Pass just yet. This wouldn't exactly be the question, but EA Play having joined the console version of Xbox Game Pass uh, last year in 2020, and also the PC version of the service earlier this year. In turn, plenty of rumors surrounding the Xbox Game Pass have been circulating in the last few weeks, and their new report claims that six Square Enix games are being added to the service relatively soon, and while unannounced, Battlefield 6 could apparently be launching through the service as later this year. As ever, they'll need to wait to see the official confirmation. So, do you think that, obviously, if there's, there's rumors, there's some... Some are bullshit, and then most of them. Do you think this is reputable? Do you think that 
Xbox and Microsoft are making another big purchase like a Sega. Are they bringing Square Enix over to Game Pass? Are we going to have all of these games, right? Like, are we going to have one Sega take over get taken over by Microsoft? So now all Sega games are going to be exclusive for for Xbox. And are we going to have the the uh, Ubisoft or uh, Square Enix games all coming to Game Pass? Because remember, think about this. It's been rumored that Marvel Avengers might be a f coming to Game Pass. There was a expansion pack coming out later this year for Wakanda. When they worded it, said it's free as long as you have the base game. Okay. If, it, if Square Enix has six games coming, Square Enix uh, made, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so it sounds like Avengers is coming as one of those six games. And it sounds like the Black Panther will be purchasable as a separate DLC on top of that. And again, this is me speculating. And this is all speculation until it comes true. What do you think about this, Sarge? All right. So I do wholeheartedly believe that Avengers is going to Game Pass. All right. Because they their numbers are lower than Outright. And Outriders went to Game Pass. So I don't see how a late coming to the game uh, DLC about Wakanda and Black Panther is going to revitalize something that they can't get people to stay in, even though they are restructuring right now, as we talked about, to make the game more grindy. So they have to play longer. Right. Okay. That being said, you have to think about it not as a game release, but as an encompassing business plan. Phil Spencer sat down with Microsoft heads of state and said, listen, this is what we want to do. If we can accomplish this in five years, we'll have X number market share of total people who have a console or Microsoft product in their house. They said, how will we do this? Spencer then replies, my comprehensive plan is to make major purchases to publishers and developers in certain sectors of the industry in order to bankroll and to keep a good influx of entertainment on Game Pass to make it more desirable for players who are not in or are looking to become part of the Game Pass family. Right, right. So they need to acquire as much as they can within, I guess, Microsoft's little budget thing that they gave Spencer enough rope to hang himself with. But I think Spencer knows what he's doing, all right? He's going to make another purchase, and it's going to be someone pretty hefty. And then those games will also go into Game Pass. I think that this Christmas is going to be the all-comprehensive package of what Xbox wants to do with their gaming service. Mm. And then we will see from that point on who actually gets to go in as a temporary game to draw people in. And then the rest of those games that are on Game Pass is the base that keeps you there, right? So maybe... Battlefield, the new Battlefield game goes in, but then comes off like three months later just for the holidays, you know? Right. Right. So you, you, you go in, you pay the, you're paying the money for the monthly and you're like, this is cool. I'll just play it for a little while. But then they tell you, well, battle is going to be on forever. It was just an introductory thing. Right. right. Same thing goes for these next couple games that have come out, but they need to have a good slice of meat to be in there. And I think, you know, we're we're still speculating, right? No, there's no, there All hasn't been any confirmation no. of what the next the next development team they're going to put in. It's got to be somebody meaty, bro. 
it's got to be someone meaty. Now I could see Sega, but I don't think I don't think the Japanese company. I think Weezy said it. I don't think that they're would sell. I think it would be a, like a licensing deal for a little while. If they can't close it, then they're going to buy temporary licensing. But you got to remember, also Xbox is also trying to break into that market over there. No, no, I get it, I get it. But you got to think about it for the long term game, not just this year's releases. Game Pass. <clears throat> Game Pass is growing exponentially over the last six months, and they have to keep that momentum going. The only way they can keep that momentum going is they have to instill value in the product. Why do I want to give you 20 bucks a month? What am I giving you 20 bucks a month for that I can't do with the 60 bucks a year <laughs> right. that I'm already paying you for live just to play online? Right. I, okay. I think your prediction for this Christmas is off by one year. I think if you just move that over to the following year to 2022, I think you I think you got it. Um, Mo, to answer your question, I'm telling you the way they worded the way they worded the Wakanda expansion. Okay, they said someone said is it is it paid or free? And they said it's free as long as you own the base game. Why would you say that? It would be free any, to anybody because right so. If you don't own Marvel Avengers, meaning you're playing it for free on PlayStation Now or Game Pass, okay, and now Wakanda comes out, if I want to play that DLC, I have to pay the $15, $20 to add that DLC because I'm not paying for the game. But if I own the game, then it's free, right? So that's, that's, the, that's their wording, and I'm the one trying to look at it and go wait a minute that just sounds weird it, why would it be free if you own the base game of course it's free if you own the base game because everything is free so that means it's it's got to come to a, 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 a streaming service it's got to come and it, it's already at game pass now right we don't know how long it's going to be there for and if it comes to game pass it makes sense it makes sense and I'm, obviously i think they'll announce this type of stuff during e3 uh or or whatnot um so speaking of e3 Okay, I want to talk about E3. E3 is so out of touch, right? Now, we talked about E3. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Keeley three, right? It's well, not no, 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 be... no, no. There's E3, and then there's Keeley Fest, as I call it, right? Which is summer, I don't, summer, I, I really summer. Don't think, I'll be honest, man. I don't think there's gonna be an E3. Well, there is. They've already announced it, and it's happening. Yeah, but like everyone's in their own house, videoing their own stuff. Like they're not gonna go rent someplace out. No. Right. Well, this is this is what they had they had it too, right? So E3 2021 dates for all digital shows confirmed. Here's who's coming. Right. E3 2021 dates initially list exhibitors and has been confirmed for digital only industry event. E3 2021 is set to begin on June 12th and conclude on June 15th. And according to the Entertainment Software Association, participants will include Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft. Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers, Games, Coke Media, and more to come. That list notably does not include Sony, which seems to be continuing the trend of stepping back from E3. Now, while normally hosted in Los Angeles Convention Center in E3 2020 was canceled last year because of the response to the COVID pandemic, the ESA initially planned to host its own online event last year as well, but later stepped back and the member organization hosted their own individual presentations instead. Other major personnel events include San Diego Comic-Con have also preemptively moved on the online exclusive format this year. So for more than two decades, E3 has been primary ve uh, venue to showcase the best of the video game industry has to offer. While 
Uh, Uniting the world to the games of ESA, President and CEO Stanley Perry Lewis said in a statement, quote, we are evolving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but we also still like to look into excite the fans with major reveals, insider opportunities, and make the event uh, indispensable center stage for video games. Now, they came out and said that they were charging for E3. When? Last week. They said they were going to charge for E3. Charge me how? But to watch the stuff online. And then literally the same day, they got so much pushback from the internet they said, "Oh no, we're, we're taking that back. There's, there, it's it, you don't you don't get to, right? You're not you're not charging for that anymore, right?" And I was just like, "What are they doing? Like, what are they doing?" I know, Mo. Testing, I know. testing the water, right? I was like, "Testing the water." I was like, "What is the ESAR doing? Like, they are they are just so ridiculous, okay? On how they think they're going to do stuff." And look, I said that E E three will won't disappear. It'll be like the the old vinyl records. Like someone's always going to go there, right? And obviously, the people that are showing up: Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two, Interactive, Warner Brothers. They have some sort of deal with them, right? To to be like, look, we need you to come, please, please be a part of our thing, please, right? Otherwise, if this is it, it's over. E three, and they're like, all right, right? Microsoft can basically make it all about them. Right for E3. Yeah, but 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 what's the bribe? Is the ESRA paying them to show up? Maybe to sell ad to, maybe. to sell ad space maybe. over top of their. To, over, you see what I'm saying? Like they, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, I just find it funny that all these years it's been free to us. G4 used to goddamn cover the the, the goddamn thing in the, in the in the in the beginning, and then the well, internet because they didn't they didn't they didn't think anyone would give a shit about what's coming up for video games. They don't like the kids wouldn't care, and then slowly. The nerds started caring, and then it became mainstream. Right. And now it's welcome to the culture. Now it is the culture. Right. 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 So, I don't know. I just think, I think E3 is, or the, the people that are running, it's like our, not to bring up government, but it's like our government. Just old people that don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, the people that run this organization are just so detached. Old suits, bro. From the old rest of, of society. It's absolutely, and, and I can see why Keeley was like, you guys are just dead, right? And Keeley's like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to show you what, it, what it's like to do something like new and vibrant and people. And he did it literally from his house, from his house, interviewing people with Zoom calls and stuff and then showing gameplay and stuff. He did that from his house. Of course, he had a lot of help behind the scenes and stuff like that. Sure. But that was only his first attempt. Yes. Right. That was his first attempt. That was only his first attempt. Right. And E3 is struggling. I would call that a bunt to first base. Yeah. Yeah. I would call that the run out to first base. He's on on base, baby. And stole second. Keely's on base. He's on base and he stole second real quick. I used to do that in baseball. I used to bunt. And then the guy before he got back to the mound, I would round 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 first base and take second on him. Did it 14 times in in, in my career. I don't know. Krebs Game Awards is, Krebs, as a, uh, was a sleeper. Krebs, let, let's let let's just talk face to face here, Bubba. Let's talk. Like you've been around a while, right? You've seen everything, right? Like you know, when you see the title and you see three seconds of gameplay, you know already what it's going to be. Right. Yes you, or no? Yeah, like, you're like, yeah, you've yeah been man, around, I'm out. Man. I'm out. I'm right? In. You know already, right? People who haven't been around as long as we have in involved in gaming. When you see something cool on the screen, you're like, oh, wow, what's this? Like in 10 seconds, I can identify 
it's a shooter, it's a beat 'em up, it's an RPG, it's gonna be this. Like then I listen to see what the new features are gonna be. What feature do you have to show me? And if they don't talk about features, all they show is like a bunch of gameplay slapping back and forth with some cutscenes. I know, copy paste, same shit, different, different background. We all know, right? Right? Of course, it's a sleeper because you already know who's coming down the road. I, that you and I both said the same thing a couple weeks back. Where is the innovation? They are scared of innovation because they're worried about the bottom line. Because remember, Krebsy, it's got to forever go up, bro. Forever got to go up. There's no such thing as plateauing or coming back down. They think business always supposed to go up no matter what. Right. right? You can't innovate that way. If you're under the thumb of the developer and the publisher saying, I can't make this. And the publisher says, well, if you don't make this. You don't get the bonuses. You don't get this. You don't get that. And like, okay, well, I guess we got to do the same thing we did last year, except I'm going to color guy's face red instead of blue. Like, this is what we're doing. Show me the last games that came out. They were innovative. Innovation. Show me. Uh, real quick, a uh, real quick story going over is Marvel Avengers did announce today that they are doing the Tachyon, um, the new anomalies that are coming out. It is coming out this month in april where you can play like four iron man four hulk pick who you want multiple characters can play on the same thing that's going to be a testing ground for later down the road uh for cross play and, and and everything else right they've already said that was it was it was testing and then in may they're coming out with the red room now here's the thing we didn't get to talk oh, about this last bro, week we not the red room well we, we didn't get to talk about this last week it was supposed to be a connection with uh black widow when it came out in theaters in may but they pushed back black widow to july now i believe so it's two months before. Now, the Red Room, when it first came out and they announced it, they said, hey, we're, we're, we're showcasing the MCU skins. Okay. And then they said, oh, no, no, no. Uh, worded differently. Um, the MCU skins are going to be only purchasable from the marketplace, meaning the new MCU costumes that come out can only be purchased for nine dollars uh fourteen dollars or maybe even a more higher price than that because it's the mcu uh, uh based stuff and people are like wait a minute you can't even earn it and i posted something um i think i brought this up last week but i'm not sure two weeks ago uh i posted something up on twitter and i'm, I'm gonna ask people to go back and 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 retweet it because basically i i said to them Instead of doing what you're doing by charging for uh, the skins, okay, why don't you take one skin, okay? And I said, Crystal Dynamics, play Avengers, and I, 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 I tagged them all. I said, since the MCU skins are coming and fans will lose their minds, it's paid only, maybe you should think about expanding the challenge cards and adding them by putting the MCU skins at the end for free so they can pay or earn them. So basically... Tier 40 is if you purchase the card, you have to go through the whole card to get number 40. But if they put it in free 39, which is a free spot, okay, I still have to purchase the card, right? If I if I want to get all the skins and all the all the all the the credits and everything in there. Or I could just purchase it. Now hear me out here. If it's the free one at 39 and you want to get there without putting your time in, it's a dollar a level. Meaning that skin would be actually $39 if people didn't want to wait. They would actually be paying more 
than the than the fourteen dollars. But the people that want to purchase the in-game credits or just take their time in-game to earn it, they can go through that challenge card for free up to 39, up to 40. They just won't unlock the ones that are locked. They would just get the ones that are free. And then they would be able to get the actual thing for free by putting their time into the game, okay? And then they could add other MCU skins if they wanted to in the marketplace and stuff. But it just seems really strange to me that they wouldn't do this. They want to do anything free, even if you're earning through the game. They want to do anything. They don't want to do anything free. Oh, they don't. They don't want anything free, even if you're earning. But that's just it. They do give you free stuff in the in the challenge cards. And think about it. I just tripled their price for the same skin that they're going to sell for $14. You put that in the 39 spot for free. Okay, people are going to go, oh, man, that's a really cool skin. I want that now. They're either going to purchase the challenge card to get all the stuff, which is which is $10, okay, and they get all this other stuff, or they're going to pay $39 for that skin, okay? $39, and they get everything on the challenge card up to that point, so they might as well spend $40, okay? And now you just made $40 instead of making $14 or instead of making $10. And, that, and the, 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 the buyer will think they get more out of it because not only are they getting the everything on the, on the pass for $40, so they're not just paying for that one skin for $39, they're getting emotes and nameplates and 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 or you know what i'm saying like just put it on the challenge card so the people that want to get the challenge card and get it for free they get it for free and if they don't want to get it for free they can pay for it and you've made more money yeah but i can't i can't agree with you on any of that i understand why and you, you would be correct in doing so but making people pay for shit in a game that they already had bought I'm never gonna I'm never gonna step down off the soapbox and say, yeah, you did you guys didn't make enough money selling the game for sixty dollars. So now I have to give you incremental payments throughout the me playing the game in order for you to make the money you need to keep surviving is a bullshit statement. Make a game, finish a game, sell a game. Right? That's where I'm gonna be. Make a game, finish a game, sell a game. That's it. It's not about anything else. The the arguments in between me having to pay for something or not pay for something after I bought the piece of entertainment to begin with is asinine to me, okay? It's a skin. It's oh, I a get skin. It. If you think the skin is worth 30% of a game, then you have to stay in school. You have to go to college. That, something has to be but done that's with why, you. That's why I'm saying. You, you are one of those crazy people that if I gave you $1,000, you would quit your job because you thought you were rich. Like, you've got to <laughs> gotta stop. Stop this mentality. But that's, that's, why I'm stop saying, that's why I'm saying if you put it in the challenge card and you, and you pay the money, you're getting more for your buck because you're getting the, the nameplates. You're getting the skins. You're getting the finishing moves. You're getting the extra credits back. So if even if you paid real money and paid $40, you're getting $13 back in-game currency to spend in the thing. And if you just earn it, you're getting $13 in-game to spend on other cosmetics anyway, which, if you think about it, is $100 less, okay? 100 credits less than buying a legendary skin. You think that's on per uh, by accident? No, that's on purpose, okay? That's on purpose. So when you're done with the whole car, you're like, oh man, I got 1300. Oh, it's a cool skin. I want to buy it. Oh, I'm a hundred short. I got to buy five dollars, right? Maybe not quit my job, but I'm logging <laughs> weekends serving whiskey. That's right. 
I mean, there, there's, I'm just trying to, because look, they're not going to not make you pay for it. So I'm just trying to I, I get it, man. make I get it, it where but you they put, make you money put the credits, and they also, we can get earned it for free. If you put the credits into the actual, what, what do you call it? The, the challenge the, card. The challenge card. If you put the credits in there, basically I'm working for you now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm at a job. I'm at a job trying to earn credits to get something in the game I should be getting regardless because I'm playing the fucking right, game. Right, right. It's, a lot, it's I, like I an allowance. It's an allowance. I, I, right. It's like, oh, oh, you want to play the game? Oh, you know, don't worry, 30. I'll give you a little bit of money. You keep coming back every day. Yeah, you keep playing. Mow the lawn. Wash my car. I'll give you a couple of nickels. And at the end, I'll sell you candy. At the end of you, <laughs> mowing my lawn and, and washing my car candy for you and then you could use the money i gave you to buy the candy for me like what the fuck are we talking about bro right where what happened to gaming what happened this this right? is this is another reason i think uh because of the of the expansion the way they worded it i think it is going to move to game pass especially with the rumors of square enix getting six games it's already on playstation now if they go a free-to-play model okay they they can charge more Right, they'll they'll charge for everything. Then it'll it'll be a uh, a candy factory for people to be like, well, the game's free, so I'll I'll pay, I'll pay fourteen dollars. Right, that's that's the way they're they're gonna work it. All right, let me uh, let me go to the next story. Next story, uh, quick story, is uh, Dungeons and Dragons Ultimate Alliance. Okay, Dungeons and Dragons Ultimate Alliance, D and D, was asked, right, uh, are you gonna have crossplay? Uh, or cross-platform and everyone's like yeah we're gonna have cross-platform and then during the interview they're like wait 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 wait, wait. no 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 we're not having cross-platform there's no cross-play you can play playstation 4 to playstation 5 and you can play xbox one to xbox one series s and x but you you can't play pc to xbox or playstation to xbox do you think i know a lot of games with cross-play and cross-platform and all these things it's very confusing for a lot of people that don't follow but for, for Dungeons and Dragons, we watched it. We thought it was pretty cool. It's basically like Outriders, right? It's a three-man squad going in and, and fighting. Is this a make or break it because it's not cross-play? I personally don't think so. People, people on the web, the more I listen to the stories and watch these shows, people on the web are too far ahead of where they think gaming should be. Like everyone right now, if you talk to them, they think that cross-platform should be standard standard right my outlook on this is you are correct just not yet because all systems are not quite the same right almost or almost the same one more generation probably and it'll be across the board the same what you should be asking yourself is is if the game is online and you're telling me it's multiplayer it better fucking work right if you put same system xbox series x or xbox series s you got an xbox i get a game that says multiplayer right work out of the box onto the servers work day one multiplayer game work okay did not rocket science at this point right you can go backwards and pick out all the multiplayer games that we've ever played, SOCOM. and they were stable. SOCOM. And they were stable. And that was, was dial-up. Right? Stable. Day one. And you're telling me that you're going to advertise a multi multiplayer-faceted game, and then everyone just puts their hands up? Oh, well, maybe the servers will work. Maybe it's peer-to-peer. -peer. 
We don't have servers. Well, I don't know how it works. I, you know, I, I, it's multiplayer. <laughs> like that's how they, that's how they talk to you. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's multiplayer. Yeah, 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 multiplayer. No, it doesn't work. It should work out of the box. Multiplayer should work. Like this, this, this one looks good. This looks good. Yeah. Four player Dungeons three, and three, Dragons. Three player, I think it's three player. I'm sorry. Three player Dungeons and Dragons, fighter, magic user, go crazy, first person, cool. But it's got to work day one. Can't work month six. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things. Uh, so here's some questions. Will Dark Alliance have an open alpha slash beta? And he says the play test, but not planning to have an open beta or alpha. Will Dark Alliance have cross play? No, but it will allow cross gen play cross platform. Uh, so those are the two big questions that people were asking. I, look, if if this if Dungeons and Dragons comes out and it's it's it plays like Outriders. I'm interested because I, I'm I'm enjoying Outriders right now with the with the way the loot is and the and the way the board's layout is and stuff like that. I I do like it, but yeah. So uh, SoCom back in the day was dial up, rock solid. Unless my mom picked up the phone and disconnected us because she took a phone call or had to make a phone call, right? Because then you got knocked off. But I never had like connections issues of you, know, you dialed up, you got in, and you played until someone got disconnected because someone picked up their phone, right? That was it. That was it, right? I, I don't I don't understand the the marketing behind promoting a game that's supposed to be multiplayer, knowing full well it will not work day one. I I think nowadays if you're if you're making a look, no one no one does couch co-op anymore. I know Battle Toads came out and Retro Mania Wrestling's also couch co-op, and there's a couple of games that do couch you know, co-op. We got we got people who are married with kids. You think you're gonna go over your buddy's house to play couch co-op? Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's gotta be it's gotta be able no. to work online. Right. It's got to now, work. Nowadays, back in the day, making a, a a two, three, four player couch co-op game was amazing. Now we have the internet and we have struggles to play with your friends across the internet and stuff like that, which is it's it's mind-boggling to me. I know there's someone in chat right now. Well, you I you don't understand how servers work and how you know, but we can send a space shuttle to space and talk to him in clear HD uh, and the camera's out by fucking Mars. It's all fake though anyway. But yet, yet for some reason, I can't connect to my son's Xbox in the same house and play the game because hosting issues or online's down or servers are busted because there's just too many people and we weren't expecting, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of glad that it's not cross-play because it's less problems. Yeah, but you don't need, but that's what I'm saying. You don't need cross-play. Right. You just need it to work on the system that it's on. It's got to work. Here, here's here's what I, I've noticed on Outriders just recently. I played with someone. I think it was uh, Viking. I don't know if Viking's here. He was on PlayStation 4. Okay, He came in and played with me. We got to play. When I'm playing solo on my Xbox Series S, there's no loads. There's no loads. I played with him. He came in. We, we started playing. I was waiting two minutes for a load because it's not based on what I'm doing. I can't get into the match and start playing. I have to wait for his load thing. So I was like, wait a minute. I was like, so even though I have a new Xbox and my SSD, I have to wait for old gen console players if I'm playing with them to catch up to me. So I have load times now. I have a new system based on no load times, but if I play with someone on the old systems, I have load times. So then what's so what's the point? Right. What 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 is the benefit of having that? Everyone's gotta be on the same level. Right. Right? 
But the way that they promote it, they're like, hey, don't worry about everybody jump in the pool. No matter what Xbox you got, everything's going to be great. Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Even 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 now, we'll get in it, and Brain is already like halfway through the level before I load into the game. Right. And he's on a, and he's on an Xbox X. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, Weezy. I know. I just I just find it funny that it's, it's always been like this, and and yet they keep promoting these games oh it's cross play it's cross gen it's crossed but yet they all come out and they all don't kind of work when they when they when they launch um let me see what else the next story we have here talked about e3 yeah, but, but they but the, but we're this is a critical moment bro this is a critical moment nobody can get the new system right they're trickling into the market the new systems are trickling in the market games this year are going to come out the new games for the fall and the winter seasons are coming so either you're going to have it for the new system or they're going to show it for the old system and you know the old system version is going to suck ass. Okay? It just is. Because you know it doesn't belong on the old system. Right. You know it doesn't belong. I know it doesn't belong. Half the guys in chat are like, I can't believe this fucking game's on for old systems. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Right. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> yeah, it's... It, it's uh... It's just it's just frustrating at, at times. It's just frustrating at times. Uh, guys, just to let you guys know, Gator is in chat right now. He's a he's a friend of a, of a, of our show. He's been with us for for a couple of years now. We've been on his podcast a couple of times, uh, and we're gonna be on his podcast next week, right after this podcast. So we're gonna be doing our podcast live next week from eight p.m. to ten, maybe a little less than ten. And then we're going to go over to his podcast, and he does his as an audio version only podcast, okay? It's called the Destiny, uh, it's called Destiny Down podcast, correct, Gator? Uh, or Guardian Down, Guardian Downcast, right? Guardian Downcast. Um, and I don't, I, we haven't talked to him yet, I'm going to put him on the spot. I'm going to put him on the spot here. Do you want us to be live recording it while you're recording it do you want us to be live streaming it or do you want us to not do that right but just giving a heads up if you guys like it, it's a great you never know what i'll say it's it's a great it's a great podcast to listen to if you guys don't listen to it uh, he does a great a, a professional job over there much more professional than we do here uh hey it, wait three, we didn't have any sound problems for the last three weeks well now you jinxed it now you, now you jinxed it yeah so that's just heads up. We're going to be doing this podcast next week, and then we're going to their podcast right after. Uh, we'll, we'll give you, I'll let you guys know if we're going to do it live here. So you'll hear them, and it'll be like this format, but on their podcast. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Is this, is this podcast cross platform? It is. It is. It's cross platform and cross play. Yeah, it's cross play. Except that if you're listening to it on a Huawei phone, it looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sarge is still you're still doing the gag all right all right <laughs> all right we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next uh next topic the next topic those of you that were listening to the podcast there sarge is just moving like a robot for a little bit all right i want to talk about the new chips or the 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 no chips coming out so playstation 5 and xbox one we're here. We're we're almost a year. Well, we're no, we're not almost a year. We're we're. It's been like eight months, nine months. 
since the since the consoles came out. When did they come out? September? August. September? They're about six Which months. Which one? The, the new system. Um, October. Was it October? That was anyway. So we're we're about seven months in. We're about seven months in. All right. So PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X component shortages to last until mid twenty twenty two or later. So if you're looking to get a system, it trickled down, bro. Right. Trickle down. Chairman of the leading electronic manufacturer, Foxconn, recently told investors that the chip shortage could last until the second quarter of 2022. If so, this will likely affect the production of already hard-to-find PlayStation 5s and Xbox X-S consoles component shortages for the latest consoles uh, have rested for the for uh, forefront of the limited stock since launch. Now, one of the best able to offer the concrete answer was exactly the situation will improve. In January, the CEO processing and chip manufacturer AMD estimated the tightness of the supplies could present well into the year of Microsoft head investor relations. Mike Spencer said that Xbox Series X and S might remain supply constrained through the month of June. However, in recent relevant, uh, um, in recent from tech companies suggested PlayStation and Xbox fans shouldn't get their hopes up just yet. Often they, as Secret of Samsung, for instance, had an has admitted that many delays were previously scheduled August release of a new Galaxy Note due to the shortage on the semiconductors. And while it seemed to be for a while a little giant little Apple may be, be spared, new information indicates that the major company will also take a hit this year, with Sony and Microsoft included. So as the biggest suppliers in the tech groups such as Microsoft, Google, Apple, and Foxconn word carries a lot of weight, right now things aren't looking so good to earning calls and the past Tuesdays and Taiwanese manufacturer chairman. So upwards up to 10% because of the chip shortage. So here's the thing. And yet they keep putting consoles on sale for online purchase only, right? Because of the bug, right? apparently it's a joke at this point it's a joke right bro. right you can only absolute, get it online joke. you can't go into your store to get it i don't know at this point it's like it's like a, it's a goddamn broken record open the goddamn stores up so i can go purchase the stores are open yeah i know the stores are open no, i'm you saying you can buy no, anything else on I'm the planet open the stores target, yeah except the playstation yeah, I, i'm saying open the stores to the consoles open the stores to the consoles it's just so stupid that the reason that we're having shortages is because there's literally like 100,000 to 200,000 systems just sitting in someone's garage in multiple places because they're scalping, right? The chip shortage is questionable. I, it, it, just, it, just seems, it just seems very strange to me that they can make up stuff. They can tell you a literal stuff. They'll be like, well, the... Uh, the uh, the sulfur that we need to, to make the chips and, and, and the iron and, and the electronics. So the, uh, the pandemic really hurt us, even though robots make everything, right? Um, and and the people that work outside in, in, in places are safe. But regardless, I don't want to get this too far down the rabbit hole. It, it's, it's absurd to me that now 20... So I guess this is going to put a, a bottom... Uh, a, a really hurt in Microsoft and Sony and everybody else because... By the time they have systems for everybody, it'll be three years deep, right? About three years deep. We're talking 20, late 2022, maybe, okay? Maybe early 2023. So do they even bring out the next-gen systems? Probably not. 
and and here here's this even gives me more credibility of of why i think the next system's not even going to be a system it's just going to be what xbox is doing with project x cloud where they don't need the semiconductors or anything like that right they just put it up in the cloud and they stream it from their from their servers from from space okay Connection-based servers are going to be awesome then. Remember? Look at all the, all the connection issues we're having now. I'm sure it'll be even better then. Because not only are we depending on on uh, the gameplay being online, but now everything's being processed online. Just uh, gigabytes, databytes, terabytes, all... Uh, what, what's after terabytes? It's zettabytes of, of data just shooting through stuff. Okay? It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, I think because of what's happening right now and the shortages of chips... Why, why would Xbox invest into making systems with chips when they could just invest more right. into xCloud? Okay, but I, I want to put, put my two cents in on this one. I understand a lot of people think the chip thing is bullshit. It's not bullshit because of COVID. It's bullshit because of the industry standards that are happening right now. All your automobiles, all these other pieces of tech equipment oh, now yeah. have, have a lot of chips in them right especially the auto industry and so now that the cars are going more computer than mechanical okay that's also a drain on the supply chain it's not complete bullshit everyone just calm down right we all know this is going to happen regardless because of covid but now because there's other factors punch in the words look it up online you'll see what's going on i can i agree with everybody a good 10 15 percent I feel a little bit of bullshit, but at the same time, how do you keep demand up for a product that doesn't have games to go with it? Right. How do you keep up demand, right? If I tell you that the limited quantities of a system is out, that means you are actively looking for a system on a daily or weekly basis, and you're keeping hype alive on a system, a system that has no games. Am I mad about load times? absolutely do i really care that much anymore no because i want to see something that the actual system was made for everything that's coming out now is either being held back by old systems or being released multiple times on current and old gen systems which makes both versions suck because they don't concentrate on one version right well, yeah, and also the United States is putting thirty-seven billion dollars into uh, investigating into the, the chip shortage and stuff like that. So, they're, yeah, they're hard at work for with our taxpayer money of thirty-seven billion dollars to to find the chips. Find the chips. Um, whoever whoever this is, who why is there a chip shortage? I mean, let's think about it. If there was upper management that was actually really good and they could project uh, how many chips were getting sold and being pushed out. There would never be a shortage because they would know uh, what they're trying to do, right? They would know how much they're selling. They would know and look at project projections. Did they have a projection for their for their for their stockholders to go? Oh uh, yeah, we're, we have an upward projection until twenty twenty one, and then all of a sudden just falls off a cliff, right? No, that's not what's happening. There's something. There's something happening. I don't know what's happening, but they're they're definitely uh, they're, there's something definitely. Uh, awry going on with the chips especially just out of nowhere it it's just like not happening and of course like you said tesla is talking about it that they're having problems because everything's computerized right, right. everybody's got chips coming so it i think 
in the in the industry sense between the covid shutdown and the mass numbers of companies that need chips it's a catch-up game not to be confused with the canadian catch-up problem as earlier a catch-up game meaning that we don't they don't have enough supply in reserve to give out to all these car companies and to all these other tech companies to do these chips right i i understand what you're saying who was it in, in, in it was it uh, reese Reese says he's an IT guy. He says that there are certain things that aren't, aren't affected. I get it. But think about how many more chips are now involved in everyday life. All right? It's just one of these things. When China gets back on the on the rodent wheel, all right, and they start pumping out more chips, it'll be fine. Or India and some other countries will start manufacturing chips, and they'll realize that the demand is higher. They can make more money. And so they'll start restructuring and making more production facilities. Normal economics, right? We just happen to be caught between two things. Right. A a lower supply and a greater in demand. And so and a pandemic on top of that. And we're in a catch-up phase. That's right. it. This is where we are. Listen, as I said before, I remember my brother talking me into buying an Xbox 360. I believe it was almost two years yeah, after 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 yeah. it came out when I finally picked it up. Was it a big deal then? No. But he got me in when Battlefield came out, so I was in for a long time after that. I, I like how George right. said, I hope there's not a chip shortage when I get my artificial organs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, George. Listen, by then, you want to be you want to be on one of those chips that's in a fridge or something else. So you can live forever as somebody's Samsung refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Fire out sodas which, at the little kids which, when they come which, by. Which can be playing, which you can play Skyrim on. Which you could play Skyrim on. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it now. George, plays, George's plays mind is trapped inside of a chip, inside of a refrigerator that's constantly playing Skyrim because he's living his life in Skyrim. And every time the kids come up to get a drink of water, the, the fridge is on. Yeah. And it's yeah. talking. <laughs> and George's just scaring little kids at 3 a.m. who want a drink of water. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Starts, just starts laughing. <laughs> uh xbox game pass cloud gaming and pc uh and ios arriving soon hints microsoft uh when it will players be able to stream the games and the pc and ios devices xbox game pass ultimate cloud gaming previously known as x cloud uh, we know microsoft has already begun browser-based cloud streaming beta testing and we can be put expect a full launch soon thankfully it seems to answer it yes in the new video overview of xbox game pass ultimate cloud gaming which can be checked out below. Microsoft VP engineer Kevin uh, uh, Lacapelli uh, had the following to say about the upcoming PC and uh, launch. He says, uh, we've already announced what we're bringing to Xbox Game Pass Cloud Gaming to iOS and PC earlier this year. So I want to give you specific dates, but it's not very far. Um, so it, it, it's coming real close. I would assume... After, I, love, I love these terms, real close. Well, real close, probably meaning the next quarter, Right. The, the quarter ends soon. I, I, don't, I don't know. So it, it could be coming out. Actually, the quarter just ended. So it, it could be coming out in, the, in this next quarter. Uh, when are you going to be that money owe me? Real soon. <laughs> I got it. I just got to. Real soon. I just got to do one thing and, and then you'll have your money. Uh, yeah, real soon. So yeah, the xCloud uh, for PC and iOS are coming out. I think once they establish this, uh, within 12 months after that, I believe that's when they raise the prices. I said about four months ago, I said between... I said 18 to 24 months is when the prices will go up for Game Pass, especially after 
they acquired Bethesda after maybe Ubisoft comes and Square Enix gets on board and EA is on board and they're getting day one MLB and day one with all these benefits that are coming. I can see the price going up within the next 12, 12 to 18 months now, right? 12 to 18 months uh, or around about that time. So well, I, I said I said eighteen to twenty four months. The amount of, the amount of people that have increased into Game Pass is pretty good. They said they're they're about twenty million subscribers up at this point. Yeah, about right 20 around million, there, a little over twenty million, I think. Yeah. And what what is the what is the basic price point of that? Uh, I think it's seven ninety nine or ten bucks or nine ninety nine nine ninety nine. The basic the basic is still nine ninety nine. I believe so. Let me let me see. I'm just curious because I I'm projecting. Uh, let's see. Game Pass plans, or is it? You have uh, nine dollars a month. Yeah, nine dollars a month for console. Nine dollars a month. Uh, nine ninety nine for console. Nine ninety nine for PC, and fourteen ninety nine for both. Okay, so if the target, I see. I would think. I think their target for five years is double. That's what I think their target is. I think their target for five years after the initial announcement is double. So they're they're about two years in right now, so I figured another 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 three years. So if they reach if they reach around fifty million subscribers for Game Pass, that's roughly six billion dollars a year for existing. Right, just for being there. Six billion dollars a year on basic level Game Pass. Six billion dollars a year doing absolutely nothing but putting a bunch of games on a service that were gonna just die anyway if they weren't there. That's is, a lot of money, bro. Is that is that is that right? That's a lot of money. Because it's uh, yes. Even if it's at eighteen yes. eighteen million right now, nine ninety nine times, times nine ninety nine, it's one hundred seventy nine yes. million dollars a month. Times twelve, that's two point one billion. No, no, you're doing it wrong. Fifty million subscribers. No, 50 no, 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 no. I'm talking about right now. No, no, I'm talking yeah, about. Right I know what the price is right now. Yeah. I'm talking about the projected, the projected, oh, projected in the next five growth. years. Yeah, five-year growth. They want to double what they have, roughly double. So that's 50 million subscribers in five years. It's not bad, right? They're already they're already up to 20, and they doubled that in less than a year. So right. I think they're on track for 50 million in five years. I'm pretty sure. Nine, nine, nine. Are you out of your mind? Mm -hmm. um, you no. Know? It. Listen. On one aspect, it's a really good thing because hopefully, since it's Microsoft, you have these influx of these crazy games from the past or from the new ones that are coming out from independent developers, and they don't just disappear. They at least go someplace right. where they can be noticed, right? And so if it's an up-and-coming developer, they put them to the top of the screen and let you know, hey, Jimmy Joe Bob here or Mary Ellen Sue made a game and they want you to play it. They, they never, we don't know who these people are. They're working out of their garage in Canada. No offense, Canada. They're working out of their garage in Canada because they they're trapped in their house all winter anyway, so they're making video games. And they put them on the front page for like two weeks, right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing for developers. On the other end, I have no reason to release a good product. I have no reason to release a proper product because if it sucks, I'll cut a deal. Right. If I'm making a game and my game slated to come out Christmas of like 2023 and I realize by summer 2023, it's just not going to happen. I then go into talks with Microsoft, put my game on Game Pass, release it in whatever condition I feel like it and just say, well, we're going to fix it along the way. 
Right. It's not like you bought the game. It's just part of this service that we have. Right. Right. Well, that's that's a good that's a good uh, leeway going into to Outriders, right? Because Outriders, um, because it's on Game Pass, right? Um, I'm less upset that I'm getting kicked, right? Not that it makes it better, but I do feel You're less upset. Yeah, I'm less upset, right? Because sure. I didn't spend my sixty dollars. Uh, on the actual game. So I look at it and go, oh man, I'm in a good time. Oh God, you know, it's, it disconnects. I'm, I'm upset about it. But at the same time, it's like, I, I didn't pay it. So I'm not as upset. Now, does that make me, uh, uh, entitled or uh, a bad customer? No, I, I, I'm still paying for a service and I wanted the game on the service to work. But if I feel bad for the people that paid sixty dollars that couldn't get online for the first day or two, and everyone's like, "Well, oh, just let it let it go." It's always like day one, day two. No game should launch like it did, right? They even said it themselves. They were they were they were disappointed on the way it launched, and they 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 wish it didn't happen, right? Because they thought they had it down, and then there was more people than they thought, right? Because at the last second, they signed a Game Pass deal, right? They, they signed a Game Pass. Yeah, I, I would love to know the numbers of how many people are playing. And uh, obviously, they're not going to share those numbers with us until it hits a number that they want to brag about. Otherwise, they stay quiet. Okay. So <clears throat> we'll see what happens with it. Um, right now, I'm enjoying... I'm, a, I'm very addicted to Outriders, right? I'm very excited and very happy that they implemented a, a leveling system that I've talked about for five and a half, six years. Okay inside the game where you can level up your weapons it, it gives you more intentionality there's reasons like if you can't get a legendary and you want to level up your guns it absolutely works i i'm, I'm having a blast with it um is is it a problem when i play with other people yes i get disconnected there's problems there they say they're going to fix it is the game itself in any bad shape form no i think the game itself is pretty solid uh, on my end now here's the thing just because it's working perfectly for me doesn't mean it's a perfect game and well there's no problems right because sarge was telling me okay he's like i can't play it i'm getting nauseous and i was like i was like what do you mean right and i don't get nauseous right i played i played the demo on my xbox uh, uh, series now you have an xbox one correct just an xbox one i have an xbox one s and i didn't have a problem during the demo now did you have problems during the demo when you played it it actually, ran smooth, it actually ran smoother during the demo. Smoother. Okay. So when he told me he was getting nauseous, I was like, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? He's like, it's so stuttery. It's unplayable. And I was like, I was like, okay. And I happened to be down last weekend, this past weekend, and I played his game. Okay. And I can 100% like verify that it was, it was awful. Awful. Right. I brought my Xbox down, plugged it into his internet, Worked fine, right? Playing it nice and smooth on my Xbox. Take it out, plug his in, load his up. Had problems connecting to the internet, right? And then when we did when we did get to play, it was it was fine when there was nobody on the screen. But if you went into the city of Rift Town, it was like, uh, 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 uh. and when he started getting into a gunfight, you, you couldn't. You you can't even play. It's almost unplayable. Okay, and I was like, I was like, is happening. Okay, so it's a shame that stuff like that. Now, here's the thing. Well, maybe it wasn't supposed to be for last gen. No, they literally made the game 
to run on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and then it was supposed to be on the Xbox Series S, X, and PlayStation 5, and it's not running. And you saw how many problems they were having on PC. PC has no HUD. It gets disconnected. It's got stuttering issues. And everyone's like, well, they're fixing it. No. No. I said this from the very start. Two months ago, I said, if Outriders comes out, it needs to be, one, stable. Two, have an endgame. And three, give us intentionality. Okay? Now, they have the intentionality part. They have an endgame part, but the stability is absolute horrid. Okay? Runs smoother on my OG Xbox. Really? Okay? So, anybody that defends that says, well, they are fixing it and they're, and they're open with us, that's not the standard. The standard is release a game that it works on day one, not... Day three, not day four, not day five, not week one, not month one. And I'm not talking about Outriders in general, just the gaming industry as a whole, right? Cyberpunk is four months out, still not working properly, right? So yet someone will come in a chat and say, well, I'm having a great time. No one cares about you, okay? They care about the people that are not having a good time, right? Because if I played the same amount of money as you and I can't play the game, okay, right? Mental note, I haven't played the game, won't touch the game. Okay, so unless it, unless a hard, the hard pass, unless it comes to Game and Pass, I love and I love sci-fi. Right, unless it comes to Game Pass, you come to Game Pass, I might play you. All right, um, so Outriders right now, I'm enjoying it. What what is your experience uh, that I just said? But when you got to play and you played a little bit, what is your experience with Outriders, and what do you think about Outriders? I know that the initial game loop when we first played the demo was just basically the training wheels <clears throat> and grade school. I was eager to play the real part of the game where you started getting decent gear and started fighting more of the story and more harder content. Right? I was eager to play that part of the game because I give them credit because it's not that they were holding back it's the game is doing what it's supposed to do, which is start low and slow, and you learn the game. You play the game, you learn the game, you know what the weapons and the powers do, and once you get into a groove, then you start realizing what guns you want to go for or what kind of armor pieces you need, and then you begin the, you begin the pursuit, and that's what part of the game is. Right? I was eager to play that, but I can't play a game that's going to make me nauseous. I don't even get nauseous. Yeah. The game is making me nauseous. Yeah, I have a those of you right now, if you if you guys are playing the game right now, stop what you're doing and go do the Outriders legacy side quest like right now. Just stop what you're doing. OK, Yeah. if you guys have if you guys have Outriders, I don't even have the game. I'm not playing it, but I heard about this for God's sakes. OK, I can I can confirm I did it right before I went live here with the podcast. OK, I, I watched them do it. It was okay. hilarious. You have to go do the Outriders Legacy quest. And when you do it at the very end, you'll get 10 legendary weapons. Okay? 10. 10 legendary weapons, one shot. Okay? You, you, gotta, you gotta go do it. It's a, it's a pretty long quest line. It's a pretty long quest line. I was almost all the way done with it. And then I, I happened to finish it, go back. And when I finished, I was like, what? in the hell is happening right now 10 10 guns okay um on other note 
they did nerf with a patch today. They basically killed the bills that people were using. If it was Trickster or if it was Trickster got got nerfed. So there, there's a guy who was running CT uh, expeditions, CT 15 expeditions, soloing it, soloing CT 15 with his Trickster build. After the patch today, okay, that went through his server side on the back end, okay? He can't even do a silver. He he did a gold CT15 solo, okay, in expeditions. He can't even get level 10 silver now with the same build. Okay. So he's got so he's got to get a better build. He's got to find something else right to to run it. He was soloing the last board at the highest difficulty and getting gold on it and now okay he can't he can't do it i like how wheezy's like yeah i'm still getting it but as pyromancer so stop butting in wheezy we're talking about the trickster for god's sakes okay that's that's why uh so they 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 nerfed it here's here's the conversation here's the conversation i want to have okay it's a pve game right it's a pve game yes yes it is why? Why are the devs messing with stuff and nerfing it and stuff? Instead of buffing stuff to bring it up, why do they nerf stuff into the ground? Right? Now, again, I don't I don't know if they nerfed it in the ground. I'm using it but as a we, terminology. But right? we have to the, use the we community. have to use deductive deductive reasoning. If the if the prior story we talked about and making a game more grindy. Because the longer a person plays a game, the more money they receive from Game Pass. If that's an actual thing, then yeah, a developer would fuck around with a single-player game that you don't have to worry about anything. That has no PvP. Yeah. You would fuck around with it. You would nerf it. They even changed, uh, I think it was Boomtown, where the, the end goal for gold was like 9 minutes or 10 minutes. And now it's down to like 6 minutes and like 40 seconds. Right? It's almost... I mean, obviously, it's difficult. And look, I, I'm, I'm, at two, I'm, at, I'm torn here because I haven't done the content yet, right? So I, I don't really know what they've done personally as far as the, the, the major changes because I'm just I'm in my own little world uh, farming farming legendaries right now on the on the manhunts, the, the bounties, or I'm sorry, the hunts, the bounties, and the historians, right? I'm over, I'm over, I have over 30, I have over 30 legendaries right now, okay? I have over 30 legendaries right now in two days, I got over 30 legendaries. Okay? Think about that. Okay? Too much. Even by even by normal standards it's too much. Yeah. Okay. But like a legendary like a legendary should be something that is sprinkled along while you're trying to put together build sets and armor sets for specific purposes and then all of a sudden, ooh, I got a legendary. Maybe like one or two a month, maybe three a month. It shouldn't be this thing where I got to kill A, B, and C under 10 minutes, and I can get five legendaries. Like, it's no longer a treasure. It's just a common item. The best guns in the game should be the hardest thing to find. It should never be changed, let ever. Me, let me let me show you. So you guys, ever. So you guys, oh, what, what the hell is this? Why is this? Uh, that's that's the wrong screen. Give me one second. I got to, uh, I, actually, I can fix it on the, on the fly. I can fix it on the fly. Uh, display capture properties. Oh no, no, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's this one. Properties. There it is. Okay, 
these are all legendaries that I posted. These are not other people's legendaries that I'm posting in my thing, okay? This is starting yesterday, the 6th, or two days ago now, okay? The 6th. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. I actually had two more that I deleted, so I've had twenty-three legendaries in two days. Okay, twenty-three legendaries in two days in about about eight hours. Okay, eight hours. I got all that. It's too fast, bro. Okay, now honestly, it's too fast. No, I I agree. Now, but we're all like water. We're gonna find the least resistance to get what you got, right? If you find a thing, so now you cannot get starting next week. You cannot get these legendaries like I've been getting them. As far as repeating the hunts, repeating the 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 bounties, repeating the the historians, right? Uh, so. But the part is that I got these so I could delete them, so I can get the mods. So no matter what happens now, even if they get rid of it, I have the mods that I'm going to get off of these that will make my guns more powerful. Okay? And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm trying to run to get the mods off of these weapons so I can, I, I can do it. Okay? I actually got two more that I, I don't think I posted up here yet. Okay? That I just got before. And I got the 10, I got the 10 guns that are doubles that I already got as well. Okay. <clears throat> so there's 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 stuff going on, but I don't I don't like when devs I get if there's PvP and you want to mess with it. Okay. I totally understand that with the balancing and stuff like that. I love what they're doing with this game. I really love, I love what they're doing with this game. I love it, it reminds me of Borderlands 2, majority. Where the only thing it's missing is intentionality of go to this boss, this boss drops this weapon, right? Type of thing. I don't think he does that. It's just it's just one giant loot pool of kill this boss, he could drop one of these pieces of gear, and there's like 45 armor pieces and like 45 gun pieces or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's it's it's just wide open. And on top of that, it's a random perk uh or, or random mods on there, but the perks are all the same. So the same gun, if you get the same gun twice, it's going to be the same perks, but just different mods on it. Okay, so then here's the question I have. Let's just, just for an example, let's say there's 10 main bosses in Outriders, just 10 main bosses that, that drop, that drop, that have the possibility of dropping legendaries, okay? So now let's say for a minute that you happen to play a certain way, so you put a build together, right? It's your way of playing. Now, you realize that the way that you're playing, bosses 2, 3, and 4 are much easier to kill with your, with your build, okay? So now, does it behoove you, or does it, does, it, is it, does it behoove the developers to make the loophole equal across all things so then you yourself can decide which bosses you want to kill because you found the best way to kill them with the gear set that you like? Or... Do I, do I hem you in and I say that only these three bosses could possibly drop these things and now you realize that those three bosses, I have to put together a build to kill those bosses that I don't like, but I have to in order to expedite the time needed to kill them fast enough for me to get the legendaries. Which way do you guys like to go? <clears throat> I'm asking the chat. Do, would you, are you 
do you feel better if you're hemmed in or would you like it to be like it doesn't matter where you go but i figured out how to kill guys so that's the one i'm gonna pick i i here's an example on the on the screen right now i've got this gun i got it from a random drop or whatever from somewhere okay it's called the hair air to the uh, to the desert okay it's a really cool gun you shoot people and it makes cyclones of 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 a sandstorm okay and it kills people okay it does shots conjure a sandstorm dealing 4,501 damage over five seconds. Okay. Now, if this gun, particularly, there's a there's a place in the game called the Dunes. Okay. The boss or all bosses or whatever, if this gun was farmable there, knowing that, okay, the Dunes has the air of the desert, that would be fine. Like, if there's all these different bosses in the game. They should make it where I want to go farm and let me go farm, right? Here's what I don't understand about devs, that they want them, they want people to play their game, but then when people are playing their game, they're also like, I don't like how they're playing our game, okay? And again, I'm doing the hunts. You put this in the game where you do the hunts, and at, at repeat, at the end of it, I reset them. I do the hunts again. I do all 10 of them. I get a legendary at the end, Okay. Now, mind you, it's not easy to do. I'm doing it on tier one just to do it as fast as possible, just to get the mods. Okay. If I do it at my world tier, it's going to take me an hour and a half to two hours to do each of these things because if each mission takes me 15 minutes and there's 10 missions, you know what I'm saying? It, it builds up. That's two and a half hours of, of play just to get one exotic at my top tier level, unless I already have the gear. So it's not fast to get these these guns. I'm doing it fast because I'm going to tier one and I'm blowing through everything because I just want the mod system. Now, they've implemented how they get the mod system. You have to find a legendary, break the legendary down, take that mod to put it in your thing, and you always have the mod once you have the mod, okay? So I'm playing the game as is, right? I'm like, all right, well, you put these parameters in front of me. Why am I going to do a thing that takes me an hour to do when I can do it in 20 minutes, Right? Path of least resistance, I'm the water, okay? If I want to sit there and shoot, the demo proves it for everybody. If you want to sit there and kill the same captain over and over and over and over and over for 300 hours to see what legendaries drop, let them do it. Don't protect the player from themselves, okay? It's a PvE game. It's not a PvP game, okay? You have to go through the story to get to end game. Okay, if I go through that story, someone beat the game in four hours. If they want to go through it at tier one and blow through the whole thing to get to end game, that's their choice, right? They paid the money, they pay for the service, whatever they're playing it on, let them play the game how they want to play. Now they're starting to change stuff, right? They're dropping the rates, they're dropping the times, they're making decrease the times, making it even harder to get gold, right? They're decreasing the time. So now it's not means you don't get a guaranteed legendary if you get gold, okay? You have a really good chance of getting a, a, a legendary if you get gold, but you don't get, you get exotics. You get four exotics, or I'm sorry, four epics. You get four rares, okay? But you're not guaranteed a legendary, okay? So they're making it harder and harder, but it's like, because they want people to keep playing their game longer. But if your game is fun, they literally played one captain over and over for 300 hours in a demo. And this is a full game. So it's like, why 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 change it i feel like if they change it too much i think the community will be like oh 
you're one of those devs, right? And they'll just go play something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, it's a shame because the game is really good. It's a really good loop. There's a good loop there. The yeah, guns but they're are focusing, the... but they're focusing on the wrong thing. Focus on the gameplay and the story and lock it down. Stop worrying about fucking drop rates. Let people play the goddamn game. Let them play. Right? Get everything get everything straightened out. And then later on down the road, come out with the DLC and get everyone to come back again and play a little bit more of the story. That's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Right? The manipulation of trying to get someone to stay in a game longer artificially because they have some other thing, other criteria in the background in order to get paid, it's not even about the game anymore. It's about sucking away your time. It's not about game enjoyment. Game enjoyment equals fun. Like I, I'm spending time in the game because I'm having fun. If you artificially, if you artificially keep me in the game for your own purposes and I'm not having fun, I'm not gonna fucking play. So it defeats the purpose of you changing the fucking rules because right. I don't want. I'm not gonna play the fucking game. Right. Right. Look, they they are gonna have DLC water. I. I called it already way before the game even launched. I said they're gonna have they're gonna have DLC six months or less. They have to, they have to, because the, the people are chewing through the content. And I have to. I'm not saying it's easy to make, but the expeditions, the expeditions will be pretty easy to 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 make. You're not making like this whole giant like worlds and different things. You're making just corridors and stuff. They they could probably pump it out with the assets and stuff that they have. It would almost be smart of them. Obviously, they're not going to do it now. But if they made a pre procedurally generated world, sort of like Warframe does, and they made it into expeditions, so every time you play that board, it's different every single time, that would be pretty smart of them, right? Like, work on the back end, make a procedurally generated world, so every time you walk, go into an expedition, it makes a new world based on the based on the things that they've done, Right. There's there's a lot of stuff, the right? Focus, the focus is they're, they're not focused, right? The focus of a game is to build a community that wants to play your game. That is number one. We made an IP from scratch. It's it's fictitious. Nobody knows what the fuck it is. You want to captivate the audience. You want to get them interested in the world. You want the gameplay to be solid, and then you introduce them to other story plots along the way that keeps them interested in the game. And the game loop is what keeps them there. If you're if your focus now is I have to find any way to keep them in the game, fuck everything else. It's the wrong way. It's right. the wrong way to look at it. Your development cycle is wrong. It's flawed. You have a flawed development cycle. That, everyone plays the game differently. Like right now, all I'm doing is I've I've gotten all the mods, tier one, tier two with one of my characters. I'm working on tier three. Okay. Anything I have, instead of scrapping it, I move it over to my other characters. And now my other character has all of Tier 1, almost all of Tier 2. My third character has all of Tier 1. I just keep moving the, the gear over to them, and they keep dismantling it and keep moving it over. Because my process is, I want to level up all my characters. I want to get all the mods for all my characters. And then I'll start building up the guns and stuff along the way, right? Like, I have a pretty good build right now. I'm low level. I'm like 38. But overall, I think... That's the way I'm playing it, right? I'm taking my sweet time, and and Mo says he doesn't mind. I don't mind either with these changes because I'm not there yet. I kind of mind that they're taking away my legendary grind, right? They put the parameters in in place, and now they're taking it away. And I'm like, okay, great. So now I can't get a legendary. So now I just have to farm a boss, right? The path of least resistance. So I'm gonna farm a lot. 
I'm going to go to a boss at a certain tier. I'm just going to kill that boss over and over, just like I did the captain. Okay, I'm going to get a whole bunch of resources. I'm going to get a whole bunch of titanium. And then I'm just going to level up the low-level guns I have. Right? It's like six one way, half dozen the other. You're not going to stop me. I'm just going to find a different path to go down to get what I want. Right? And that that's it. But don't you feel? But don't you feel at this point that you're you're an experienced gamer enough to know that the game loop in this game is very basic. There's no challenge of defeating a boss. It's just op the boss down with his best, the biggest weapon pile you can get, and we move on. It's not like a challenge. Like I'm not I'm not saying it has to be Dark Souls challenge, but I don't. It should never be. It should never be. That if I find a set that I like to play with, that that set of armor and weapons destroys everything in the game. Right. It should never be that way. You should have a different set for each of the expeditions. It, it should. It should always be that a certain set does a certain thing, but you are weak against something else. So if you run into a different different type of uh, enemy set, that you have trouble fighting them with your set, because if you find the end all be all, it becomes boring. If there's no challenge, it becomes boring. Right, and I'll be honest with you. I've been watching you, and I've been watching some of these other guys play. Explain to me the convoluted nature of world tier, because if it's a <clears> difficulty <throat> level, if yeah. it's a true difficulty level, it means one of two things: it means either your weapons do less damage, or the enemies got more health, or if it's a more complex game. The enemies have more abilities that have a chance of killing you quicker, so you have to be smarter. So which is it? Because world tier to me, according to you guys, it doesn't mean anything to me. It, do, it, it seems it seems convoluted, just there to make it look like there's something, but there's nothing there. Yeah, world tiers. Once you're done with the campaign, world tiers literally mean nothing. Because if you if you go to expeditions, it goes to CT, which is challenge tiers. Okay, and the challenge tiers is what the end game is. So the world tier is nothing. Because even if you get to world tier 15. Okay, that's only max of 40 gear 42, which is equivalent to CT9 in, in endgame. Okay, so if you get to world tier 15, the max gear that you're going to get is 42. And if you're in endgame, okay, challenge tier 9 is the same gear where you, then you're going to start going up from 42 to 43, all the way up to uh, CT15, which then goes up to, to level 50. Okay, so that's your end goal, basically, if you're going to do expeditions. But you can't get to end game unless you go to expeditions. So world tier, at this point, is exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing it on a smaller scale. There's no reason for me to go to world tier 15. I'm doing world tier 1 or world tier 5. I go through the content as fast as possible. I get my legendaries. I either keep them, and I have a crap ton of, of resources, titanium, iron, and leather. And I level all my guns up as much as I can, okay? I go into I go into endgame. I start I start playing the game up there to level up my, my skills from 42 to 50. That's it. CTs is where it's at. World tier, once you're done with the if you're not gonna dabble into expeditions, world tiers, once you're done with the campaign, mean absolutely nothing. Play wherever you want. If you want to play on tier one, play on tier one. If you want to play on tier five, play on tier five. All it is is world tiers is it's plus two, plus three, plus four, plus seven, plus eight, plus nine above your level. So if I'm level 30 and I'm deciding like to... what, 
like what guns will drop or yes. difficulty in relation to difficulty you? Difficulty is difficulty and gu and gear that drops. So if, okay, if so it's plus if seven, I, if I'm, if plus seven. When I find a piece of gear, it should be about plus seven plus, higher it's, than it's what I am. It's plus seven. It is plus okay. seven higher than you, and the and the enemies that are are killing you are plus seven higher than you. So when you find a gun in that in that area, you want to you want to use that gun because. Now you're struggling because you're seven. You're seven below them. But now you find a weapon. You put that on. Now you're it's doing more gun, damage. It's not the gun. It's not the gun you want, but it's doing more damage. It's doing and more you damage. Have to level up that gun. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because now that gun is doing more damage than the gun that you were using, unless you take your gun, okay, and level it up. Now, see, if I'm in World Tier Twelve, okay, but I'm not leveled up yet. My gear is still, let's say, thirty-five. Okay, and I'm in World Tier 12, and now it drops plus 8. I can't level my guns up because my max guns that I have on me only go up to level 38. But in World Tier 12, and don't quote me because I don't know the exact tiers, but in World, World Tier 12, let's say it's uh, level 39 or level 40. I can't get my gun up until I'm completed World Tier 12 to then level my guns up from 36 to 38 or 239 or whatever, right? So that's what it is, right? World tiers increase loot drop percentage the higher you go. It also increases the difficulty enemies use different abilities, right? So that's what it is. It, it, okay. it actually is a good system. I like it because as you're going through, it gives you that challenge. And if you can't push through, you're like, okay, hold up. I either have to find a new weapon or I have to level up the gear that I have. And that's what I love. I love that you can level up the gear that you have. You can find a blue, pop in something, get a random, uh, random mod on there. Level it up to purple, put another mod on there, and now you have a really good gun, right? Out of nowhere, you just you're like, I have a whole bunch of resources. Let me just put this gun. Let's work with it, and I'm good to go, right? It's fantastic. I, I took a, a, a green weapon, turned it into a blue, turned it into purple, leveled it up from level 19 to 38. Okay, it's got lightning shooting down on it. It's got it does massive damage over 35% of less ammo on it. I, I get all my ammo back. It's it's insane. It's insane, okay? But now they changed it, so I don't know what they changed because I haven't played uh, since the update, so. But I, I, I truly, truly, really like the game. Now, the last story I want to talk about is that Star Wars, now we talked about this, uh, we, we talked about this last week, or no, we talked about this January. Uh, 14th, you're talking, about, you're talking about the 13, 13? Yes. So, yeah, January 14th. So there's, there's, there's a... Not a rumor. This is confirmation. This is confirmation. All right. And I love this because I remember someone in chat literally telling me, no, that game is dead. They're not going to use it. Okay. Lucasfilm announces. Lucasfilm announces Star Wars 1313 will release holiday season of 2021. Okay. Now, I, I just want to say, I don't, here, I don't have to say it. Let me say it. Okay, let let younger 30 here say it. Okay, let me see here. It was there's no that character in the Assassin's Creed game, the okay. trilogy game, or Assassin's Creed. Let, let's let's listen, let's listen to here. Listen to me from January 14th, Assassin's Creed. right? Whatever it is, right? <laughs> Anytime I see any of those, any of those names you're telling me, I insert that character into an Assassin's Creed game, done deal, right? So so what I'm saying is they announced all these games. I think 1313 is still on the table. Put that. 
13-13 is still on the table. And people in chat told me the big book I don't think so. Right I now. think no. I think that the resources no. from thirteen thirteen are just waiting there to be used. Thirteen thirteen is coming back out. Put that in the big book of bull. What does it say in the big book of bull, Sarge? What does it say in the big book of bull? What did I say about it? You said you said release date for thirteen thirteen would be twenty twenty four. I know. I'm wrong about that. I'm wrong about the date, and I'll take yeah, that. Well, that's but fine. I'm right about the game coming back, baby. Okay, and I said earliest it would come out is right after the, the contract ends they can't release it before the the, the contract ends with ea because they have exclusive exclusivity of, of of star wars games right okay right 13 let, let me let me continue my, my talk here okay they're gonna they have, the game was 90 percent complete there's no way right. to get rid of that especially right. there's, no way, there's no way they're wasting those resources especially there's since no it's not an april fool's joke is the number one thing in their in their in their book right now in their playbook mandalorian is skyrocketing star wars back into into the stratosphere so, so what are you saying i'm saying announcement 13, no, announcement no. of 1313 when announcement not no. not show you anything announcement they can't bring it back well first of all hold on let me see who worked is on it, it an april fool's joke i swear to god if it's an april fool's joke it was lucas arts they can't come I, out. I, i'm telling you right now even if it is an april fool's joke that game is coming back out it was 90 percent complete and lucasfilm needs to put it the article is on april 1st look i don't care if it's on april 1st i had a show on april 1st was that a fool was that was that a fool's joke i'm sticking by it i'm staying i'm sticking right by it i'm not i'm not saying that it's it's fake or real i'm telling you right now you really 1313 right, well, is coming back out i don't doubt i don't doubt that 1313 is coming back what i do doubt is 1313 is coming out this christmas well no it's not coming out this christmas 2020 well actually it is 2021 yeah it's not coming out this christmas i said 2024 and i even put it in the in that in that podcast okay i even said it in that podcast i said 2024 and because it's going to come out after Bo book of boba fett after season two or season three and season four of uh, of Mandalorian, and then it'll be I out. I don't know, man. It, listen, if uh, let, let's just let's just be honest. If thirteen thirteen does come out, does come out this year, just to say, then I feel that thirteen thirteen is exactly the same thing that happened when they released Jedi Fallen Order, and they didn't say a word about it. They just have these resources put together. They slap it together. They make some kind of a game out. And they push it out because they needed a Star Wars game out the door. They they have to. They have this game done. It's done. The developers were even shattered. They're like, the game is done. Like all they have to do is like release it. So 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 why didn't they release it? Because EA got exclusivity rights. Is that why they didn't? No, release they, they it? didn't release it. EA EA was done with it because of uh, whatever reason. It wasn't. It wasn't a real live service game. Right. They wanted to go more towards a single player. Or I'm sorry. They, they wanted to go more towards a live service game, and it was more of a single player game. They killed so that they, one, and they, they killed the they other killed one off. as well. Yeah, the, the one with uh, with Amy. Um, uh, right, the, the, the Knights of the Old Republic type of game. Yes, and they and they killed that one as well. Right. Weezy, I'm going to stay right by it. I, I'm not uh, – if it's an April Fool's joke or not, I'm sticking right by it. 100%, 13-13 coming back out. It'll come out. They can't release it. They can't release it early because this the contract is still still under EA has exclusive rights for Star Wars until the end of the contract, which ends in 2023. It ends in 2023, which gives anybody that's developing a Star Wars game for them outside of EA gives them two years to make a game to launch it in 2023.
the reason why Phoenix, the reason why we talked about it and he had said 2024 is because they always like to release a Star Wars game in relation to something that's going on. Like they, 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 you're, they you're, like you're the Boba Fett. You're Boba Fett. Yeah. You're a, you're a Mandalorian. Yeah, they, want, they want the cross around it. So, right. You're a Mandalorian inside the game. So at that point, we were trying to connect it with something that was going to be cross-promotion. And the, the Boba Fett book, the Book of Boba Fett and stuff was supposed to be either 23 or 24. Well, no. Boba, book of Boba Fett is coming out this year, 2021. Season 3 of, of Mandalorian is coming out in 2023 or 2022. And Season 4 is coming out in 2024. Okay? Or, I'm sorry, 2022, 2023. Book of Boba Fett's 2021. Season 3 is 2022. Season three or season four is 2023, uh, and I say 2023, 2024. Yeah. They do it all the time as, as far as they want to release do you something. Remember, do, you remember, do you remember the screenshot of 1313? Do you remember the screenshot? Yeah, the screenshots. It's, it's literally. Not, not, just, not, not a screenshot. It was a, it was an actual video cutscene type of thing. It was a guy stepping out of a stepping no, no, out of a building. That's that's the different one. That's the one with Amy. Amy was the director. Thirteen thirteen was the oh, one that took it? took place inside of of Coruscant. Okay, which is under level thirteen thirteen. Okay, and there's a there, there's a whole cinematic scene of it, but there's also gameplay footage of actually that surfaced year. Uh, you know, months and months later after they they canceled it, which is literally Boba Fett. Right, you're Boba Fett, and you're you're hunting people down in thirteen thirteen. So it's a bounty hunter game. Basically. Yes, it's a bounty hunter game, and mind you, here they do this all the time. Right now, they're re-releasing Republic Commando. Okay, they're re-releasing it. Okay, you can get it right now. It's like pre-ordered or whatever else you can get. Do you find it a little odd that Republic Commando is being launched again when the next show for Disney Plus is The Bad Batch, which is four clone troopers? Right, it's not the Bad Batch, but when you watch the Bad Batch, you're watching four troopers or five troopers in a group working together, and you'd be like, "Oh man, this is a really good show. I wish I had a Star Wars game that I could be a, a stormtrooper and and go on missions like this." Ta-da! Republic Commando. Okay. Republic Commando was on Xbox Three or I think Xbox One or like the original one. Right, not even the 360. It was on the original Xbox, and it's yeah, remade so. now, coming back out. Right, right. Bad Batch, Obi Wan Kenobi, Ahsoka. I'm telling you, they're they're, they're going to make it. They have a whole a whole crap ton. 1313 is that Mandalorian. Maybe they'll change the name of 1313 and call it the Mandalorian. Whatever. I stand by it. I still have three years to 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 be wrong about it. So. I say 2024, 1313 is coming out. All right. That is it. That's the final uh, story here this week on Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. 258 is in the can. I do appreciate everybody that comes out and watches us. If you please hit that like button. We didn't get to the story. Please hit the dislike button if you want, because it's not going to be there. It's, 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 it's YouTube's yeah, we're, testing we're, stuff we're, out. We're, we're, yeah, we're talking about that story the next next week we do this. We're going to talk about the whole dislike button not being shown. So until that happens, anything in the earshot of this podcast, for God's sakes, press a thumb. We right. don't care which thumb. Up, down. Right? But there's, there's 52 of you listening. So at this point, pick a thumb. Up or down, <laughs> we don't care. But we should see 52 thumbs up or down. Right. Give us, so give us. Pick a, please pick a thumb. Don't tempt me. Do what you want, right? Engagement is what basically look. Engagement you, you, is what counts, man. YouTube doesn't care 
if you like or dislike. You pick a thumb. I personally don't care if you like or dislike because if you didn't like it and you sat here for the two hours, I mean, that's your problem, not mine. Okay. So either like or dislike and put a comment in the in, in, down below. We, we, we do truly appreciate you watching and listening to this podcast uh, after the fact. If you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you very much. Make sure if you want to go above and beyond, you can be, become a member, okay, and hit that join membership button, which does give you access to our Discord. Uh, Discord is free for the general chat and submitting stories for this show. If you want to get into the actual conversations and stuff that people have on our Discord, you have to be a member either on our Twitch channel or our YouTube channel here. I appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And as always, see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. Ah! Thank you.